In life, we have two choices, to experience or to exist. Every week, each of us makes that choice. To either seek a better way to live or to get by. Walk alongside me each week on the Strive, Seek, Find podcast as we continue to seek our own brilliant future. Hey, welcome to Strive, Seek, Find podcast in Hawaii. I'm Chance Whitmore. This is the first of our actual adventures. It's day three in Hawaii, uh, and we are on the road to uh, a hike on one of the volcanoes at Volcano National Park. This is our first time away from my wife's family, and I'm going to be real honest about it. We've done very little planning on this because this has been a trip with my wife's family. So this is, it's been an amazing trip, but now we're looking forward to seeing some of the beauty of this island and looking forward to share it with you. Stay tuned. So like most adventures, ours today is starting out with an unexpected treat. We are at the Kilauea Iki Crater hike. It's a four mile hike round trip, about two to three hours. We're at the top. Um, it's raining like a son of a gun. Uh, we are going to check this out. We're going to go down through the rainforest down to a old volcanic lake. Our pictures are going to be misty and messy, but we're not going to uh, let that stop us. It's going to be entertaining. I'm going to get in on and out on this as much as I can so that I can share some of these things. Hoping to get a podcast completely out of this because this is really freaking cool. Um, we're going to be soaking wet. But it's a nice warm rain. And I will be honest, we did bring our uh, rain jackets. Um, what I am wishing for right now is... Um, a little sun so I can get the, a picture of the bottom of the crater, but I don't think that's going to happen today at all. All right, back in a bit. All right, we're beginning to descend the crater. Rain is still in, and we are surrounded by ferns. It's about a 450-foot drop to the crater floor. 450-foot drop to the crater floor. I'm, I'm not sure if you can hear Amy, but <laughs> she and I are soloing it today, and not the hike, so to speak. Yes, the hike, but try not trying to make it sound like this is some massive physical activity that we're doing. You can show up here and do it in tennis shoes, which is what I'm doing right now. And they've carved stairs and got safety rails uh, along the first part of the trail because it's steep. It's steep and muddy. I have a feeling for most of the year. And it's muddy. But it is all, and it's slick with the, with rain right now. So, and moss will grow on anything here. So, but it is a, there's levels of green that unless you've been to some place near the equator, you can't begin to imagine. And uh, we could be 10 minutes away from the clouds breaking and getting blasted by 80 degrees with high humidity because all the rain that's just dripping off of us right now. Um, Anything to add, Amy? Um, 
You could probably hear the rain hitting all the broadleaf plants around us as we're moving. There is that. And you could probably hear the occasional raindrop hitting the microphone. I apologize for that. I just thought this would be fun today. Um, also got a little video of this, and if the video turns out being recorded underneath my hood <laughs> as I walk, uh, we'll put that out there as an experiment on YouTube as a supporting matter for the podcast. I really have no interest in doing a, a YouTube channel as such, but supporting videos might be fun. Um, God, I, I can't wait for this to open up, but this is just so gorgeous. When we first planned this hike, we had been told that it was going to be, oh, 84 degrees by about noon doesn't look like that now, though it could still happen. So we left our room at 6? 5 5.30 a.m. 5.30 a.m. <laughs> Two-hour drive. Big Island. Big Island is about the size of the state of Connecticut, and the rest of the Hawaiian Islands fits neatly inside of it. So, having been first time holy crap i can see it through this just a little bit of the fog it is immense wow wow um an old lava flow an old lava lake you can see the far side um wow i hope it clears up just a little bit yeah through the mist you kind of get the idea of what you're seeing pictures will not do it justice but a lot of the, the dried lava flow, the basalt, cracked. The trail markers are going to be piles of stone. And they say wear good shoes to this because you'll freaking tear your shoes up. I can see people down there and they look the size of, oh, I don't know. Um, those little, what are those toys called the kids play with? Legos, ants, what are we talking about? The little figures. The mini, we'll go with Lego minifigs, even though they're a little bigger than that. Uh, well, the figs are. But I can't you, see them. Right there, the, the, the couple moving across the... But it's pretty incredible view. As I was saying, Big Island is about the size of Connecticut. The rest of the islands fit easily inside of this one. Ladybugs down there. <laughs> ladybugs is a good example. I was thinking toys. I am definitely a parent. Uh, and, and the mud that we are sloshing through right now is kind of the consistency of coffee grounds, of wet, of wet coffee grounds. Which is disgusting anyways. Oh, there's a better view of the crater. Oh, get some shots of this, dear. Get some shots of this. But... Yeah, this will definitely be the poster that I use to, to advertise this one, but it is incredible. I can't imagine this filled with uh, molten rock um, at all. Amy pointed out to me just a few minutes ago that this is kind of the tiny volcano on the island. The tiny crater. The tiny crater <laughs> overall. And it's just it's still immense and it's tough to picture um where i grew up was on the caldera of one of the of the yellowstone super volcano which puts all of this to shame obviously but 
you wouldn't, if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't even recognize it as such. So, very different. I've never really been any place with this many ferns, for instance. It'd be really easy to film a Jurassic Park here and just paint in the dinosaurs as you went. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> Clever girl. we're doing this, I'll explain what the first couple of days in Hawaii have been like. We got in late, got some food at Costco so that we'd have things to eat on because food price is good. food is good. Prices are a little higher here on the island. We're traveling in a group. I'm not doing a lot of planning on this one because, well, it's Amy's family trip, so she's taking the lead which means I'm ordering meals and chances eating seafood. <laughs> I've eaten more fish in the last two days than I've eaten in the last 10 years, or possibly longer. Um, oh, I did. Look how clear this is right here. Oh, that's can a good. Can you see down there? There's yeah. a railing, there's a guardrail here. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. You yeah, I wouldn't even, want to try to step off of that. Yeah, you can't even see the root structure down there. So, wow. the first couple of days have been good, but they've been, dis, I won't say disorganized, but differently organized. Because disorganized means there wasn't a plan. I mean, yesterday was farmer's market. We went over to Kona Brewing. You will hear about some of that. Tasted some good beer. And then hung out. We found out, found a nice little place called Rum, what was it? Kuliana Rum Shop. You'll hear more about that later on, because we're going back to dinner there tonight. Um, discovered right now in COVID times that restaurants are way too crowded, and that you can't get into a lot of places, which was not a huge surprise, because we'd been expecting it, but living it's a little different. And you get uh, the fact that, oh, different pace of play the last two days. And by now, honestly, Amy would be rather be sitting by the pool, probably. But I was going stir crazy and we had to get a hike in. <laughs> I'm always good for a hike. <laughs> I like adventures too. <laughs> yes, but she also is okay with being at the pool a lot more than I am. <laughs> Accurate? Accurate. <laughs> okay, I'm going to urge you guys to check the pictures out that are going to be on the Facebook page of this because you have this, the clouds are starting to burn off a little bit, the mist, the rain is stopping. You have this lush green forest that goes right down to the bottom up against the rocks of the caldera and it it's like something out of a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's something out of a movie. But pictures, I can't say do it justice. Just because the level of green and the level of contrast that you get here. How smooth the uh, former lake is. You can see little waves in it still. It's just incredible. It looks smooth from here. I'm interested to see when we get down there if it actually 
is as smooth as it appears. It's yeah, it's definitely not. There's going to be cinder along the edges probably, but it, it's. But it looks. It, it looks really yeah. smooth. It, it's not glassy, but it's not like we're going to be picking over the top of stuff that's cutting the bottoms of our shoes open. Yeah, it doesn't look like Craters of the Moon. Which, fun fact, is a place where they tested some of the the, the moon landers. Not the moon landers, the moon buggy um, in Idaho. So, more in a second. We're starting to really drop into the caldera, down to the bottom. And uh, we're back into the place where you can't see what you're walking down to. We're surrounded by yellow greens and reds and trees and deep greens. It's what I think of as the primeval forest, but it's more accurately stated as a tropical rainforest. You know, come from a place without humidity and you're breathing a, a lot more water than you're used to. Kind of feels like you're chewing air. Different experiences. And that's exciting. I'll be honest, I could do without a six hour flight. But nobody wants to sit in place for six hours. But I wouldn't trade this for about anything right now. So down the trail from us is a bird that uh, probably, oh, it's injured. Seems to be injured, but it's, it looks to be about a 20 pound bird. Pretty impressive. I can't get it. I'm going to try to get a little better look at it, but like most wild animals, I'm staying away. I like having all of my limbs in one place. Sucker just stared at me as I walked past, didn't move. I'm going to kind of leave it alone. It may just be eating, but it was dragging a leg pretty seriously when we looked at it. Just down the trail, it didn't seem normal. I'll say this, unlike most trails, there's going to be, there's a good chunk of this trail that you're not going to be able to get lost on. You're trapped inside. See people wandering all over the place because there's nothing to damage. And uh, they're going to find their way back to the trail because there's only one way out unless you want to scrabble up the rocks. Hands and knees. And through your jungle on your hands and knees. I, mean, uh, I don't think you'd want to do that because all the brush down there is all like mossy and mushy. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be easy. Uh, well, let's be honest, it'd be nasty and I would not suggest it. Got a nice wide trail. In this case, you stick to it. There's a lot of us wandering this today that have no idea about the plant life or animal life of this island. So you you treat it with respect, you stay where you're supposed to, you read the signs. Try not to touch anything so you don't itch later. Try not to touch anything. See what the and then just generally have fun because of it. Don't become the object lesson of having the helicopter called in to haul you to the hospital. Because if you do that, you're not gonna have a good time. So I just read a sign that says that the uh, nettles here in Hawaii don't have stingers. 
because there are no naturally occurring grazing animals on Hawaii and so they have never developed the stinging parts of the nettle. And speaking as someone that has walked into piles of those, let me just say uh, I wish that had been the case elsewhere. Well, that they did not develop their uh, sting. On the other hand, I don't want to miss out on a steak either. Yeah, it's tough to see across, but we're at the sort of the far end of the caldera where we're going to come down, dropping elevation fast. It's only about 500 feet of elevation loss on this, I believe. I could be wrong. Um, but with the clouds hanging up there still on the the far end of the caldera and the gray stone beneath us and little bobbing colored figures of the people who are way ahead of us. <laughs> and we took off our rain jackets because it had started to uh, clear up and we had blue skies and it was getting hot and now it's starting to mist again. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to win on this one. I think we're just going to get wet, but live and learn. Live and learn. I hope that came through. I will say as we're almost down to the bottom, the caldera looks a lot bigger and more challenging than it did at the top with the mist covering chunks of it. Not Harrigan's. Oh, we're not even close to the bottom yet. We, we still have probably 200 feet to drop, but we're getting closer. And some of these stairs are impressive. They are meant for people with the legs of a seven footer, not a torso like with stubs like myself. But thank God for the safety rails, which when you actually step down, then hit you on the shoulder. So. I'm crediting the people who put this sucker together. The amount of rain this gets, the fact that they can keep a trail in place is pretty incredible. Okay, we've reached the bottom finally. Um, and it's ruffled here along the edges, a lot of broken stone. You're following a path of cairns. You gotta watch your footing. But it, the stone itself isn't the really sharp stuff. But you can tell this the way it cooled and it's fascinating. You can see cracks and breaks and how some of it is starting to weather away already into smaller individual rocks to the point where we, the, the trail is actually only marked with piles of stone. They didn't have to carry anything down here. They just had to uh, pile it on up. Some trees have started to take root in all of this bushes more and it's pretty fascinating to see. Part of the rock you're walking on is, we're walking on, is the pumice stone like you find in the bottom of your grill. The mist has come up big time. Another cairn. So uh, I'm going to have to uh, shut off the, can the phone for a little while and we'll be back. So down, getting into it, we're starting to get to the smoother parts. Coming out of the pumice. And it's impressive still. The rain, the mist, I should say, comes and goes pretty fast and pretty heavy. We're one of the little bobbing heads going across the moonscape at this point. Um, only they won't see me gray on gray in this. Uh, they'll get a look at Amy in her nice blue neon, blue, neon blue shirt, so they'll see her. So if I get lost, I'm just on my own at this point. So we're really wind exposed, so I'm not sure how well this is coming through, but 
one of the cool things is a few years ago, apparently they let you hike this when there was still enough lava down here that you could see glowing red in the cracks. And you could hike it at night. Hike it at night. I'll pass. Right now we are on kind of what, you know, the classical, I won't say moonscape, but rolling lava domes with cracks. It's good, smooth, easy walking but we still have to go back up 500 feet on the far side of this bad boy. At least 500. And it looks a lot farther up than it did coming down. So, so it's beginning to look like the, the, the hike goes something like this. A mile down, a mile, well, two miles across various terrains, and then a mile back up. I'm kind of dreading the last part of this, and I've still got another mile on the bottom to go. It's fine, it's fun. We're taking a lot of pictures, looking around. We're kind of meandering as much as we're hiking. This is not what my wife likes to call my forced march approach. Now this is my kind of hiking. <laughs> and uh, check back in soon. So. We're kind of on the last part of the bottom trail. What I'm noting here is you can really see where the trail's supposed to be without the cairns because there's been enough human feet across it that it's nice and, I won't say polished, but it's a different color than the rest. It's a lighter gray, and the rock that has been eroded away by human steps has settled as really fine pea gravel in low points which is one of the many reasons with the rain and the dirt that my shoes I am wearing will be lawn shoes when I get home. They are now black and they're not coming good to come. So we got here plenty early. We're doing the hike to make sure we were trying to avoid heat. We should have got here even more early because as we get ready to head up the other side, the crowds are really starting to come down. So, advice if you choose to come to Hawaii and choose to make this hike would be to get here by probably 7 o'clock to get the, your hike started. So, and do the trail counterclockwise because I, man, the people, the hordes that are coming down from this other edge right now. <laughs> it's incredible. We're headed, getting ready to head up and we're going to head into lava, go check out Lava Tube and then we'll start up back up to the minivan, which is hard for me to say. Heading up the mountain. Well, the crater wall. And the rain is back. The mud is thick. And the green is even greener than it was on the other side. Like visibly so. Visibly so. It's vibrant. It's bright. And so far, the, as we came down, there were those huge steps. As we come up, it's a nice, slow, so far, so far walk up the trail. The mud's gonna make it slippery as anything because volcanic soil is, but it isn't too bad so far. Long ways to go. So the road out is not nearly so far what the other was. It's slippery. It's humid. Super humid. Super humid. But it is not nearly as steep and the, stair the steps are not as big. So we're back at the top.
it's four miles total. The uh, trail on the way back up was more the consistency of brownie butter. Kind of sticks to your feet. <laughs> and it's slicker than get out. Uh, we are now looking to go into the Thurston lava tube, but it looks like there's a pretty good line, so we will see. And then we'll make our way back to the other parking area. But the hike itself does end up being, it was right when we hit the top, spectacular. And when we hit the top of the, the loop, it was already at four miles. So pretty cool. So change in plan. The uh, lava tube was more of a wait in line exercise than a hike exercise at this point, because there's so many people that have come in since we went over the edge. So, uh, we're out weak because some of these things should be new experiences. And you can go through a lot of lava tubes in different parts of Idaho. I'm sure this one looks a little different, but it's a little greener. But we're talking about another, for a half mile hike, probably an hour to even get into the tube. So, I think we're off to Ola Brewing at this point. Thanks for joining me for this little travel talk. Joining us. <laughs> joining us. The boss who planned it. And me, the loyal tag-along. And this is definitely a hike worth checking out. Make sure that you, if, if you do it, go counterclockwise and bring all of your all-weather gear because we experienced it all. And bring lots of water. Not that we needed a lot today, but if the sun gets out on the rock floor you're going to go through a lot and we saw people even in this weather struggling because they hadn't brought water with them so take basic precautions use hiking etiquette like know when to get over and let people pass you uh, and have a great time it's a beautiful hike and it is more than worth checking out so check out the back matter and the, hopefully a video I don't know how that'll turn out but the pictures we'll put up from the hike on the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook. See you next time. And that concludes this edition of Strive Seek Find. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode or would just like to support the podcast, here are a few ways you can do it. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It will help bring more listeners to the podcast. If that isn't your style, you can buy me a coffee or purchase some merch. Links are in the podcast description. Finally, if you have ideas or feedback, please reach out to the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook or to at ChanceWhitmore5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.